Hockey Town celebrated three championships in seven years, and rarely has someone so tough played so pivotal a part. McCarty draws, McCarty in, McCarty scores! A magnificent goal! Darren McCarty! Show that play. Larry Arnold, shake the hand, there it is! The Red Wings have defeated Colorado! Darren McCarty! Here's a break at center! I love you, but you're a mess. I, I am a mess. I'm a work in progress, I guess you could say. Oh, you hear the subtle tones of the ones and twos by my producer engineer, Michael McCool. Thank you very much. My co-host, Perry Vellucci. Episode show number 48. Yes, this is Grind Time with Darren McCarty. I am your host, four-time Stanley Cup champion, Darren McCarty. Before I get to my guest, which I am uh, so excited to have, just uh, one of my favorite human beings, I got to update you guys and show you, ba-bam, there they are, the 11-11 and the 25 so there they are live, obviously, as everyone knows, and uh, I will elaborate on it uh, later on and we'll get into it, but um, great things coming. I commemorated, I want to thank Joey D at Tattoo uh, 13, his wife Angela for holding my hand the whole way while I was crying, <laughs> um, to BJ and Shane and everybody there. Uh, took great care of me it's all the connection you'll be hearing more about joey d but uh 11 11 uh four years uh perry you were there when it, when it, when it, <laughs> yes and then there it is guys the 25 <clears throat> which uh you know the the grind time colors and you know the black and and something was brought to my attention and i want to bring it to everybody's attention because it was brought to my attention by somebody who's not an addict and me being an addict um where it was the closest thing that I think that they could relate to being an addict. And, and somebody that I love very dearly is suffering from anxiety. And the anxiety of losing the control is, is you might not be able to feel what it's like for an addict to be able to take that away, but that, that if you take time, if you're feeling anxiety, well, the anxiety and the hopelessness of, of not being able to control your future is the same thing as why a lot of us uh, turn to addiction for that escape. So I just bring this up because uh, I was in a conversation and I thought that, uh, you know, that's what we're about here, Grind Time with Darren McCarty. Um, we face the truth. And in saying that, let me uh, introduce, uh, um, first of all, I forgot to do it last week and I, uh, and I remember uh, when I was driving away and so I, you know, just remember to do it this week. But uh, we're brought to you by Radio for One Studios, the <laughs> fabulous home of the Mike Walters from the Detroit cast. Um, Mike and Jay and uh, Big E can be heard Sunday to Thursday, anywhere you catch podcasting, but Radio for One, along with my buddy Jay Chris Newberg and the Chris Army with Heroin has a great New publicist. <laughs> <laughs> little Ann, I don't no, like great, it. but yeah. it's new. But uh, no, we got, you know, and, and with great things coming, I think that, uh, you know, this is a start, and I, and I will build on this, but we, the family here, 
um, not only with Grind Time, but with uh, Mike and uh, T-Roy and, and the whole Detroit cast and the What Up fam. Um, we got a lot of great things coming. So uh, you're, the power is the people. Um, you guys are it. I always say I'm the battery. You guys are the power, and that doesn't change. We just keep growing and saying that. My guest. Now, this guy, you know, the, the, I was trying to figure it out earlier, right? Because this, my man right here is the closest thing you'll find to Kevin Bacon. Um, the actor, <laughs> six degrees, with four Stanley Cups, right? Um, a Hockey Hall of Fame under his belt. A Memorial Cup under his belt. Um, you know, the legendary... Uh, few records, few uh, awards. A few, few records, rookie points, uh, assists uh, by a defenseman way back when. But uh, <laughs> no further ado, uh, one of the best teammates and, and a guy that I've always felt had has probably the greatest seat if you could download his brain because because of either fights of of views of it but uh, without further ado i give you guys mr number 55 mr larry murphy murph how are you buddy doing good I'm, mac i'm doing good and that kevin bacon i, I was just uh, wondering this obviously referring to the separations uh, I, I wonder if it has anything to do with the fact they played with six different teams and they pretty well covered uh, played 21 years that's covering a lot of different players so you just <laughs> well that just reiterates the six teams is the six kevin is that a nice way of saying i played for six teams a, Murph, a that, suitcase so to speak no that's not <laughs> no, you can't I, be a suitcase I, when you're carrying four cups around bro and the hall of fame see that's a different thing it's more like the higher gun but you're you are more like the silent yeah. assassin but not you're more like the accountant uh, be, because you know like let, you know and and nowadays um you're doing analysts for fox sports you have you, you do you do nhl network stuff no or? i don't do nhl network anymore that, so, was, that was way too much work a, yeah. <laughs> right exactly that's that that's the one thing is that as, as we retired i think that what you've realized and what i realize is that you know what we can find things how we you know the the love of the game for you and i yeah. it's it's to be around it to talk about it to give our influence to give you're you're always one of the best ones to talk about hockey because of the way you've seen it and i enjoy watching you on the fox what is the one thing that uh you think um people or you want people who are watching the detroit red wings now because of the youth the youth movement or the progression to to pay attention to that you've seen well it's uh, of course is a team in transition very and uh got a huge shot of adrenaline when uh Steve Eisman came back as general manager for this franchise. So it's, yeah, it's a work in progress. And I love the part about uh, uh, discussing it, talking about it. It's a lot easier than uh, coaching it, that's for sure, <laughs> Mac. I mean, I love, touch on, love being part of the game, uh, but didn't want to make that uh, coaching commitment, which is, you know, they're there long before the players get there in the morning, and they're there long after they, <laughs> after they go home. I didn't want anything to do with that. So I just stand, you know, stand in the perch or sit in the perch and, just spew what I what I think I see or what I see, and hopefully it's uh, it's accurate. But I mean, I love uh, this is a good time too for the wings uh, uh, building up. I mean, got spoiled there, you know, as you well know. The years here in Detroit, team had a huge run. So uh, now it's a case of uh, when when are they going to get back, and how long is this process going to take? And there you see the pieces coming together, nice. So I'm just glad to chip in and give my insight to what I how I think things are going. So what do you see? Right now, well, I mean, they're coming. They're coming off three wins. 
Right? Yeah, I mean, it's, against against good teams and doing different things. What should people? Because that's coming off of the losing streak. I think there'll be more of the ups and downs and the yeah. turbulence. But I, what I, young people players take? Yeah, it's, young uh, players. Uh, you see uh, better resiliency now. I mean, that, that stretch there where they give up a goal, it was kind of the beginning of the end. And we've seen the last couple of games where saw it in. Uh, in Anaheim, you know, it's a couple of second period goals, but they stay, you know, they stay with it and stay with the game plan, stay positive, and end up getting, you know, end up with the win. So, we're starting to see that, which is a t- what the team desperately needs. I mean, the worst thing is uh, that, uh, I mean, you probably, I'm sure you've sat on benches when you kind of have that f- the, the the feeling of oh my God, here we go again, which is obviously you know that's kind of the beginning of the end of everybody on the benches thinking that, and that was a problem with this team for a while, but now I mean, starting to believe in themselves, so. I think Hopefully that's they keep the run going. And and with I want, don't you think with uh, the overtime that with youth, you know, the one thing is is that they have short memories and they have short memories. So what I mean by that is sometimes the prosperity they might not handle as well because they have to learn, you know, what they're doing over and over again because it's a commitment. And when you see them. You know, do the same things over and over. Like for me, the biggest thing was like, the Boston game, right? They let in the goal to make it three-two. Boston scores to make it three-two. End of the third. Somebody told them that it wasn't the third period. Somebody told them it was the first period, second period, first period again because they changed the record in the third and ended up winning. What is? It, what's the easiest? Because uh, you've, like you said, you've been around, you've played it. What would you? What would you tell them right now? is the most important thing at this stage that they're at. It's, um, the thing is you can tell them and direct them so, uh, you know, only so, take that only takes them so far, and it's experience is, of course, something you can't, I mean, you can't replicate. You either have it or you don't. And uh, so, the, yeah, that's, they're going to have the school of hard knocks where they get kicked down, and then the key is uh, getting themselves back to where they need to be. I think that's, that's the one thing I, I felt with experience is that, yeah, everybody still makes mistakes, but if you're able to kind of look past, you, you touched on briefly, kind of get get yourself back to where you need to be mentally, and you know move forward, not let it uh, drag you down. And with a young player, that that can do that. I mean, a bad mistake and all this, a lot of players, young guys, uh, just destroys them for the whole game because they can't they can't respond. You know what I just realized, Murph? There's, th- these are two guys having a conversation that are that are trained. And programmed and by Scotty Bowman, who is not only like the, you can argue the greatest coach, but the greatest psychologist. So, so yeah, as you I, guys didn't I, even you didn't you never even went through this as a player. Something as yeah, bad as you, it's going but, now. No, no, but Worth, you, you might have listen. A bit, you go but. through it like this, even at the higher rank, the top, because then it becomes not being able to succeed in the playoffs in the first round. Yeah. Yeah. But with Scotty, because that reminds me. Take care of the little things, and then the big things will take care of itself. But but Scotty was the m- ultimate manipulator. Now let's go back because you won four cups with Scotty. I won four cups with Scotty. Your four were two first with Pittsburgh, and he was coach one year and player development yeah, one he was year. The director of player personnel, the first one, so, and then he took over for the second. So so <laughs> will you explain because your relationship with Scotty? started earlier so you know knew what to expect when you got here and that because that's the whole thing is that we i understand is because it's it's and people get this a lot of times it's not just 
it's not just somebody you have in mind. It has to be the right person that gets it to put it in its spot. And he knew how you complimented because, gosh, you 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 want you played with Cough, Paul Coffey. You know, like you played with Paul Coffey and you played with Nick Lidstrom. I played with all three of you Hall of Famers. And Scott Stevens and Ron Langley. Like, and- like, <laughs> I, like Murph, you're like Kevin Bacon, bro. Like, can you explain? Let, let's start with Scotty Bowman, okay? So from your first... I guess, introduction to him as a player to whether he was a coach or development to winning with him in Pittsburgh to how things were the same or how they were different when you got to Detroit? Well, it's the same. I I think Scotty, uh, uh, he's got a lot of strengths as a coach. You know, you don't have that success unless unless you do have that. And, I mean, the things that stand out for me and Scotty is um, he knew how to prepare a team mentally. I mean, you you touched on that. he knew how to handle a team after you had a loss in the playoffs or you or had a win going into the next game. He just knew how to get the team back to where they needed to be mentally for that next game. And that was one of his big strengths. I, I thought he knew the players in the league really quite well. Really had a read on them. And, and that's probably uh, coaching in terms of what he had to say uh, before the game or whatever. Any sort of insight into players, I mean, was usually spot on. He, he knew somebody had some sort of tendency and you and boy, you can guarantee that you were going to see that tendency from this guy in that game. So, I mean, he brought that. Uh, I mean, there's some, obviously, I mean, there's some wild stories. I mean, Scotty's an interesting individual. How is it? So what are some of the things like? Uh, well, I, like, I, let me, uh, I just got, like, yeah. <laughs> things that Scotty, everything, Scotty wanted, as you well know, he go out for practice, and Scotty was very concerned about who was in in the crowd. And he'd always, <laughs> I, he'd always want an answer. I mean, it'd be some lady up there uh somebody's grandmother up there and he boy he wanted to know who exactly who she was i mean he, he couldn't let it go and he uh we in pittsburgh uh, one of my favorite scotty stories is uh it was before a playoff game and only scotty uh, ha- for some reason or, or or for some sort of calculation in his mind he knew how long the national anthem singer should take to sing the national anthem he actually had a time. I, I don't know. What, I don't know how long it takes to sing the Star the Spangled Banner. Usually about one. But I don't know. I guess Anyways, he. Uh, uh, we're in the playoffs, and he's feeling uh, uh, the, the the guy singing the national anthem is just taking too long. You know, not, not, you know, not firing up the crowd, and, and that's just, and, and he was concerned about it. So we're in the. He's on the bench. He's got a stopwatch, and uh, he's time. He, I, no one knows what he's doing. All of a sudden, I see, you know, I, I see, look at Scott. He's got, he's looking at this stopwatch, and then as soon as the guy was done, he clicked it. And uh, unfortunately for the for this poor guy singing the national anthem, he took too long. Well, Scotty went went nuts on the bench, right there. I he's saying that you know, I told this guy how long he's going to speed it up. And this is a playoff game, so Scotty thought he looked at everything. He thought everything was really important in in terms of success. So. And that, and that's uh, that's one of uh, many stories about Scotty, and I know you have a bunch too. Well, it was the, you know the greatest thing is that that he, like for example, uh, um, you know he would tell Sergey, you have to do this, and you have to do this more, you have to do this more. He'd tell me, don't ever do that again. Yeah. <laughs> what would he say to you? Like, what were your? Because people don't understand. Because I'm gonna guess that Murph, that you probably had three interactions like I, I've he, taught 
he like Murph. He knew it, like he wanted to make sure that. Um, and the greatest thing is, you and I agree, and we're so much the same. Is it's all about the game, right? You and I love Scotty because optionals were like the yeah. greatest. <laughs> now, now you you are like we're the veteran and stuff like that. But I thought you know that that it was all about the game. I could conserve my energy and. and <laughs> yeah. But what would he tell you? Would he ever? Tell you anything? He, oh, like he, um, it's like in terms of, uh, of, um, personal discussions, I've had a lot with him since, since I've retired. Oh, he, since he's oh, called, absolutely. talked to him all the time. When I played, I mean, I played, I was here uh, five years and then <laughs> I had him in, in, uh, Pittsburgh for four years. Um, I, I, I never talked to him. I never had a conversation with him about anything. That's, I mean, the, like, that's what I want people to understand. This is a guy that's played for him for nine years, won four cups with him, and can't remember a conversation. But, but I love the guy. I mean, I lo- dude, well, he obviously loved you. He left you I alone. Love, it was just great. Like he, this guy would do this too. He would, uh, you know, things things weren't going well on the say uh, on the power play, and. Um, he, you know, he call you into the office, and he wanted to talk to you about. You know, he'd, he'd say to me, "Like, hey, what do you think about uh, about the power play? What's going on?" And you know, I'd give my little synopsis of what I thought was going on, and he go, oh, "Okay, that's great." And then he he would tell me something. He, I could have said anything; right, right, it, didn't right, right, right. it didn't matter. I was in there, saying. and he was going to tell me, "Okay, we're doing this. Yeah. You got to do this. You got to do this." That was it. I mean, yeah. it, it was. It was. He, and, I don't even know if he, if he even heard what I said. Murph, what do you think about the power play? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you're gonna do this, 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 and this, and that's the uh, epitome. But, but like you said, but I love the guy. I love I he because the thing and the difference is, and and you can probably reiterate or with this is that you didn't always like what he did or whatever, but you respected it and you knew that it that he had the betterment of the club and he was smarter than you. Like at the end of the day, you trusted like that he was. We call it Rain Man, so yeah. I mean, not yeah. to his face, but <laughs> but I mean, it's like, and it's one of those things that that I notice in conversations with him now, or since been being retired, is that like he doesn't he remembers everything. Yeah, he's you know, remember that play back in and you know, like stuff like that. I, I used to. I, I love. I just loved him the way he treated people, like. Um, uh, Leslie in the in the lunchroom. Oh yeah. I mean, he, I mean, he loved her and, and she treated her like gold. Family, yeah, dude. he just. I mean, he, he loved the people in the building and he just he had that most respect for everybody. Yeah, he was. And but, but he, I, I haven't read his book yet, but I, I'd be kind of curious to see if. Uh, uh, have you have you had a have you no? I, have, I haven't either. I, haven't I don't know what yeah. to expect. I, I was kind of hoping. I, if Unfortunately, every city he's in, like I loved running in the guys that you know were with him in Buffalo yeah. or with with them in Montreal and the stories they have. I mean, there's stories everywhere. Well, I mean, if somebody could, could have pulled those together, oh my god, it would have been, been the best book ever written about hockey. But the evolution of them, you know what I mean? Because we, I hear stories from the Montreal and the St. Louis, and how like like the field general that he was, and you could see how how he sort of softened now. Now I'm gonna switch gears on you a little bit here. Um, did you, by any chance, uh, hear uh, the remarks of uh, Don Cherry? I uh, I heard. Um, I yeah. I saw. I read him in the paper what he said, and uh, 
Um, yeah, that was. Uh, well, my, my, my whole thing is, you know, people, if you want to hear, and I'll speak on it, it's it's the same thing, is that you're responsible for what comes out of your mouth. And, uh, yeah. you know, whether you, if, and I, I know that he said if he would have said everybody, but he didn't. Yeah. So, so the thing is, and, and especially in today's day and age, um, that you got to be careful and, and it's, you know, unfortunate, but I understand, um, you know that, that why things are sad. This is a different society than when we grew up in, and and <clears throat> again, you know, my I, I was talking earlier to Perry and, and Mike before you got here, Murph. That that growing up as a Canadian, playing junior hockey like you, I played in Belleville, you played in Peterborough, but hockey night Canada, and you have a, di- a per- perception of the world, and especially in the hockey world, at a certain way, right? Then we get opportunity to play with the rest of the world, right? And realize that, wait a sec, the, these guys are just as, you know, great as we are. And you actually learn th- that different, you know, not only stereotypes, but you form these different bonds and everything else so that it's not the way that it is. I guess the bottom line for me is just, you know, make sure you look in and, do your information, make your own decisions. Yeah, I, like the Don Cherry, like what he meant was, and if he, he obviously, as you say, he should have used the word everybody instead of directing it at a at a, a certain percentage of the population. That would have that would have flown a lot better. But I, you know, within the case of yeah, should they uh, uh, Canadians wear poppies for respect? You know the the uh, the military and this uh, and the ultimate sacrifice many of them gave for the for the you know freedom of the country yeah i mean that's rightly so i mean you know you know wear a poppy i thought it was a no brainer so uh, he a, just as he a, just as you as touched a Canadian, on, i thought it was a no brainer he just you, you know he just oh, that's, instead you know instead of going after a segment uh, <laughs> yeah, you know he should he should as you say if he said everybody he would you know he'd still have his job today so but that's the world we live in now you know you better you be know. careful uh, you know how you how you so, put things. So forward. let me ask you this: on the so who so who is his job up for? Does somebody fill in? Do they replace uh, yeah, him, yeah. or what's the? How does that? You, you know who? You know who work? I just saw. That's how, a good question. How does that I mean, work in the hockey world? I mean, you could, there's no, no. I mean, I, I think the, the, big mis, the big mistake would try to be find another Don Cherry. You, they, they, you can't. Well, you, you know the name going, going around right now: Roberto Luongo. That's the name I, I just okay. saw floating around. Well, that's interesting. I mean, yeah, I mean, he's right? a well-spoken, intelligent guy. I'm sure he's not going to be Don Cherry, though. I mean, well, no, he's a goalie. Gonna yeah, you're gonna, you're a goalie. You got to decipher a goalie. Yeah, I got. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's like, you know, let's not drag these goalies. No, I know. Down. Yeah, we got to be careful. Come on, Perry. That, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. You got eyes. Yeah, you're enough, working with eyes. They got enough issues themselves. How's that, Murph? You know, because now that Perry brought it up, so you know, working with Ozzy, Ozzy guy, Ozzy great. Because as a, what do you, what have you learned about him that you didn't know when you played? Like as a teammate, what, like, because I bet you there's something about how he sees the game or what he watches that you didn't realize as much. Well, the, the obvious one is, you know, the, the view from the goaltender. I mean, he's got obviously the insight there, which, you know, you, he's, he's obviously the, of, I've never played goal, so I, I don't wow. know. So that's what, he says things and, and you know, Hey, you know, especially about goaltending. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. You know, I, I didn't see that. But even from your perspective, because being being back there in front of him, around him, in different situations, like you, you know, like there's different. 
different things, uh, you know, well, the thing is complain like, about that. You're well, like, shut up. For the most point, most point, like the way I saw it, like as a player, I mean, you always, the, the defense and the goaltender kind of, they team together against the forwards. The four, it was always the forwards' Absolutely. fault. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, you, you know. <laughs> oh, no, that is guaranteed. I mean, you never trust a forward. You always, you know, no, the big. The, men are the dumbest. The biggest, the running joke, of course, was when I, somebody went from defense to forward. They had to go in for that operation. Have half, his, <laughs> have half his brain removed and you know, things along the line. But, I, I mean, Ozzy's obviously, you know, he's a... a uh, you know, he's great at his job and very witty and well-spoken. So, I mean, it's, we do a lot of the same thing. So there's only, there's only a few times a year where we're, we're together, working together. So I, I, we had fun, you know, beginning of the year, we did the, op- we did the home opener together. And, yeah, he, he you know, you got to be on your toes because he's pretty quick. But it's he's really same, quick. But so. explain that because it's the same way as in the dressing room as oh, yeah. far as pranks. Like it's, I tell everybody, he was like, especially when he didn't play. He's a disturber, uh, you know, an S disturber, <laughs> as they say. Uh, and uh, yeah, of course. I mean, yeah, he's, he, you know, that mind of his is, uh, he, you know, he dreams up some pretty crazy stuff. So he, uh, I mean, I remember in the dressing room, I mean, he, I didn't sit beside him, you know, and goalies, that, that's another, you know, goalie discussion. Well, when come they're, on, you're in a Hall of Fame. When the goalies are playing, when the goalies are playing, you know, you, you know, you really, you know, you kind of steer clear of them, just let them do their thing, you know, but um, so that, so I was, uh, um, it was it was interesting playing with him too. You know stuff he'd say. It was pretty funny. You know on the ice, you, you know different. You know most stressful moments. He'd, he'd have some pretty good woody, woody line. You know for you. you know. I, I, and he had to try best not to laugh. You know because it wouldn't be good. You know so what? you're down by four goals and you're sitting there chuckling. You know, <laughs> but that, that doesn't play very well. But that's what he'd always try to do. Yeah. Is oh, he yeah. try to he try to deflect the, some sort of attention or cut the moment and stuff like that. Um, you seen the Russian five? I have not seen it yet. I I, uh, I went to. The, I was at the. Uh, they had that that reception. I saw you yeah. over there. I, I uh, I've talked to all the parties, and uh, uh, I, I'm gonna definitely see it. I, so. I just. I need you to see it just to to uh, to see how what you thought of as a feel because I'm actually going uh, Thanksgiving. I'm flying over to Israel. I'm going over. I'm meeting Slav. They're flying Slava from Russia. Petisov. So oh, that's good. Well, boy, that's we're gonna that we're is. gonna escape. We're gonna get to do the the tour. I just saw they bombed over there yesterday. That's cool, you know. So, <laughs> but no, uh, um, but you have to see it because that's you know that time. Now you haven't seen the movie, but what do you remember? You know, because you know the when you came in at the deadline, and I always say the biggest the biggest three things to put us over the edge. Um, to win the cups was was acquiring Shanny at the beginning of the year was uh, signing Joey, and then it was trading for you, because you know and 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 that's the whole thing. So, what was it like um, when you heard that you got traded from Toronto to <laughs> Detroit back in? It was at the trade deadline. Wasn't yeah, it? I actually um, I had a no trade clause at the time. So I mean that's an. Uh, uh, story i want to get to but i just got bouncing back the russian five i mean i play i've played with russian players you know through the through the years but uh never like a group like that uh and of course you know when scotty would put him on the ice i mean every you know that was always fantastic to watch i mean they they'd have the puck all the time uh sometimes they didn't they didn't do much but they had the puck the whole time they'd just skate up and down past the puck around it was, it was great to watch and drove the opposition crazy but um 
Yeah, he. I mean, that's another thing. Sky really knew how to utilize those guys. And, of course, Konstantinov, uh, you know, you look at each one of them. I mean, the, just the special, what they all brought, you know. Konstantinov was just pound for pound the toughest guy I've ever played with. Speak, speak, and say that again, Murphy. Yeah, I haven't really heard that. Yeah. No, 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 no. wait a sec. Pound for pound, pound the toughest, toughest guy, guy Larry now. Murphy's ever played with. Larry Murphy's played in this league. With a lot of guys. Now, now I, like when, I, I, when I say tough, I mean, he's not a guy that's going to drop the glove. No, no, no. no but when, no. He, when no. he hit guys, he, it was like every, I mean, he wasn't a, he wasn't a big guy. But he, you know, like, uh, uh, he would hit Lindros. I mean, oh, he dude, would knock him remember, over. Do you, I, I don't know how he did. He hit him with every every atom of his body. Do you remember in Phoenix when with. JR ran him through the M-boards and he ran JR through the M-boards? Either in Chicago or in Phoenix, right after the shift, they replaced the glass. It was unbelievable. Yeah. Like, like he was so tough, and and tough means is that relentless. It means like yeah. he's like the pit, he was like the pit bull. He like he would opposition just despise him. He was so hard to play against because he would just pound on and him hard to play, play right. Uh, and play back, like let's speak about that, Murph, because um, coming in the league um, so young, and you know to the to retire and you know what what year is your first year? Nineteen eighty. So holy shit, <laughs> that's unbelievable. Yeah, and he went to two thousand and one. Twenty one, no, the, the original twenty one. So what? <laughs> so what? What is the biggest difference between the beginning of your career and the end of your career as far as the game? Oh, and yeah, just uh, players faster, bigger, stronger. So the same thing as what has evolved yeah. now. It just yeah, just everything's everything's fast. Like when I started, I was one of the biggest guys on the team. You know, maybe number one, number two. At the end, I was like. Number five or number six, you know, or maybe number seven in terms of size. I mean, right. just guys are getting bigger now. I'm sure if I played today, it'd be like number twelve, or you know, it's just it's just the way it was. Uh, it was a you know different culture. I mean, it's uh, you know the game is played differently now than um, you know when I first started, and and uh, even through your time, Mac, the game is so much different now. Oh, yeah. It's just it's uh, it's you know it's just it's a different game. I mean, that's I I mean I love it, but it's. It's definitely uh, so much different now than when it was. I'm glad I don't have to play. You know, because it'd be so frustrating. And that's like Stevie. I was watching it with Stevie, and he said to me, "He said, he he said you couldn't play nowadays." And I go, "I go, yeah, Yeah. I know. I couldn't skate, and I know I wasn't fast enough." He goes, "No, no, you could have skated. No, you were good." And I was like, "Oh, really?" He goes, "You weren't smart enough." Well, there's yeah. different ways to neutralize other players that's right. now no longer allowed. Yeah, dude, yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude, I lost nine things out of my repertoire, right? right. Water skiing out, Nick's handcuffs. <laughs> yeah. um, oh, by the way, guys, um, speaking of this, one of the things that we did not have back in the day or weren't knowledgeable about was uh, THC-free CBD. So our friends at Herbal Active, U-R-B-A-L-A-C-T-I-V.com, uh, are proud to uh, show you the way in the THC-free CBD. What is that, you ask? Well, go online and check it out and use code DMAC25 for 25% off. You can get lozenges, you can get tinctures, you can get mints, you can get topical rubs. It could be your introduction into the wonderful world of CBD and helping replenish your endocannabinoid system. What is your endocannabinoid system? That is your homework, ladies and gentlemen. Herbalactive.com. Go find out what your endocannabinoid system is and f- see how you can fill it full like me. 
Thanks, Rich Summers. Uh, You're all Rich- set now, Perry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. If that's Active minus D. Um, and uh, Rich Summers, thank you, buddy. We got a lot of good things planned ahead with him. You should hear some of the stuff we've been talking about. So, uh, yeah, unbelievable, McCool. You'd be pretty proud of me. So, Murph, um, let's talk about some of the guys you played with. And, uh, I mean, the, the, the obvious is, like, how is it – who was, like, you play with Nick Lidstrom, right? Obviously through, what was the mindset playing with different guys, like the difference between playing with Paul Coffey when you're in Pittsburgh winning cups and playing with Nick Lidstrom in Detroit winning cups? Because a lot of people being in the Hall of Fame and looking at the Norris trophies and looking at those two guys, right, they draw some similarities. Yeah, I mean, their, their approach was that... Um Obviously, quite different. Uh, Nick was, yeah, he's the best defensive I ever played with. Uh, so Nick, it's oh yeah, number one. Why? For sure, uh, Mister Responsible, like to play with. Uh, you always knew where he was going to be. Uh, Would you feel he was like always going to be in the right? Do you feel like it was cheating? Like, did you feel? Did you? <laughs> the thing that I found like most frustrating. Did you feel safe, secure, and and, and whatever? Like, I don't even remember the guy playing a bad game, which I did. I just, you know, it's just unbelievable. Day, game in, game out, always just right there where he has to be. May it look so easy and practice too every day. Yeah. Like that's the thing. It is on the ice every day and nothing, and doing the same sort yeah. of thing. Yeah, and then the, the cough was. Uh, uh, Mr. Excitement. Uh, I mean, you know, he would lead the rush. Although he'd take the puck, go through everybody, go r- circle around the net, and he'd be the first guy back. I mean, I'm just an unbelievable skater. And uh, a funny thing about, uh, interesting story about Koff is, uh, and, and myself, is we played, uh, grew up together, played my, uh, kids hockey together. So we're playing, you know, we played on the same team, Pee Wee, and then we get inducted into the Hockey Hall of Fame the exact same year. I mean, what's the, That's, I mean, what's the chances wow. of that? So now, how big? Like, let's talk. You know, <laughs> like what's what's how does it compare? Um, and I'll ask you the question that I get asked: Do you have a favorite out of the cups that you won? And my question is though, what's it? What's the difference between uh, being inducted into the Hockey Hall of Fame and winning a Stanley Cup? Well, it's it's um, it's obviously two different things. Uh, I I I wouldn't I wouldn't have wanted to play a career without winning the cup. I mean, if I had that choice, I definitely would take the cup over it. Uh, not to, not to diminish or no, but, whatever the but uh, that that speaks to who you are, Murph, because uh, the team that always a team and and a lot of spot, it. being Kevin Bacon of hockey, yeah. bro. <laughs> I think that like out of a lot of people that I've been around that don't get the respect that they deserve, even though that there's respect shown, is because of and it's it's because you don't draw attention to yourself as far as like the greatness of your game. But that's why it's important that when people say things like this, but this is like th- listen out there, people, because this is somebody who lives it and and means it. As opposed to somebody who just says it because they have to. Now, the, now uh, the Hall of Fame is like is affirmation. It kind of gives you, it puts a stamp uh, on your career. You know, saying, "Hey, you've reached a, a certain level." You know, here's the stamp. And so, yeah, you take you take uh, great pride in that. But um, you know, in terms of cups, I mean, uh, going back to what you know, original question. I you know, not, there's nothing like the first one. I mean, uh, first one's the first one. And I went, uh, I don't know how many years I went. 14, 15 years without winning. 
Yeah. You know, and then all you know, get then I get a cup in in, in Pittsburgh. So I mean that was uh, I mean that was a tremendous moment, and I, and I and I'd say a close second would be the first cup here in Detroit. The original six team hadn't won it in I don't know a pile of years, and the city was just you know just exploded when the, when the team won. Uh, I mean that was another th- so those two kind of go you know go hand in hand you know for different different reasons. So I'm sure, I, but there's nothing quite like the first one. It's just. Because yeah. you don't know. I mean, and and, and I, I I found after winning the cup, the first time it was much harder losing in the playoffs after oh, that because yeah. you knew you found out just how great it was. You, you know, unless you've won it, you really you really don't know. You know, and you end up winning it, and after that, boy. You just crushed every time, you know. Every well, time I lost it's out, like I mean, you've I opened crushed. you've opened a a doorway into your brain or your soul that you, you didn't know was there. It's like if you didn't open it, then you wouldn't have the feeling. But then you got it closed, and you're like, motherfucker. Yeah, I want I want some more of that. I mean, that yeah, was uh, I but, was I was bummed out. Um, but and you know, and, and it's gonna win in the cup. It's uh, it takes a lot, you know. It's it's a marathon. That playoff run, boy. You know, you got to stay healthy. You need some breaks along the way. Of course, and you guys coming up with big plays. At that the right parade time. here was insane. Yeah. yeah. When we when we finally oh, won it, million and what, a half. What did, I know, what did you guys awesome. see, man? Oh, it was well, nuts. I, all I saw was people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it was. Uh, <laughs> I, I reminded me of like what it what it, I saw black and white when the the people Ticker came tape. home from the war yeah. to yeah. New York. It was unbelievable. People hanging out. Um, you know what Larry just says there, guys, is what I. I always preach the destination's an oasis because you're a human being. You want more. You want more. We win cups. We want more. It, and and it's almost the thirst for more because you got the taste is even is it's even more. It's like that blood thirst. Now what? Let's still talk about the Hall of Fame. So you're going this weekend is the induction. Yeah, the induction's on um, on Monday. Who's going in? We're playing. Uh, you got uh, uh, Guy Carboneau. Ooh. Uh, played against I think Haley Wickenheiser. Oh, nice. Good. She uh, deserves that. And then uh, uh, two former wings. Uh, Our good buddy. Vaslav Nedomansky. Big Ned. Ned. And then Jimmy Rutherford's going in the uh, builders category. That's awesome. Yeah, I didn't make it as a goalie. But. <laughs> no, no. Which, which you yeah. actually I play with him. Play I love him. I, um, you love yeah. him, don't you? Yeah, Jimmy was with the Leafs in the 70s. I mean, yeah, I got I, I, my first year in LA, LA, they traded for him as a backup goaltender. I think it was his last uh, his last hurrah, and um, and he knew it too. And boy, he, he had a great attitude. I met all like I'll never forget. I asked him, and I was serious, you know, young kid, and yeah, hey, there's Jimmy Rutherford. You know, he, I'd say, hey, how? Uh, how would you know? You know, how, how do you judge? You know, if you had a good practice, and I'm I'm de- I'm serious. <laughs> right. I mean, I'm as serious, uh, you know, as anything. And he looks at me and he says, "Hey, if I go through practice and I don't get hit with one puck, <laughs> that is a good practice." <laughs> that's, uh, oh, okay. So that's the way. Wait, you're the goalie? Well, that's the way. I mean, the way the equipment was back then, you know. If, you, you could guarantee it was going to be a fight if you you know if you hit hit him goaltender in the oh, shoulder. I, 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 they I've didn't have the protection. Oh man, I've you've seen some wild battles. Uh, <laughs> Uh, with the uh, you know usually you know your big the guys that shoot uh, you know top corner with I mean the, not and now at the end of my career then you know you, oh, everybody's like no respect up. you know equipment's much better now but Just put the second goalie and he's done God, just, <laughs> hey, uh, hey then you see guys go to the bench and all reload for those new sticks we with had, a brand new talk about backup a backup goalie story uh, uh, Barry Smith as you well know he was our with he's with with Scotty and Pittsburgh well, also rich. yeah Scotty brought him over. <laughs> So, 
Like everybody loves ribbing uh, Barry. So um, I can't remember which goalie went down. Uh, Barry's you need a second goalie. Come on, Scotty threw Barry in so there. So Barry you goes, know Barry Barry goes in. Go in. Well, Barry, Barry goes in. And he, must, he lasted I, 30 seconds. His guys came down, and all he did was fire it at his head. I wonder and he, why. He just, he, it was like three shots, and he just skated right to the door, and he was off the, off the ice. That was it. Dude, he's a good goalie because you know that those were headed right on his side, and he got out of the way. Yeah. That's funny. But, yeah, I mean, I mean, it was like, uh, uh, I mean, Barry was there. Barry served uh, with Scotty a, a purpose. Oh, I mean, He kept Scotty, you know, on the bench. He'd keep Scotty Oh, dude, he was all, Scotty would yell at Barry. When, yeah, anything goes wrong. Oh, yeah, it was Barry's oh fault, God. no matter what. Even if Barry had nothing to do with it. Barry, oh, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many times. Well, Murph, I don't know if you have one of these, but here at Grind Time, we're proud to announce the fine folks at MyPillow. We're on board with the team. Right now, you can get two MyPillows for the very low price of $69.98, but only if you use the promo code DMAC, D-M-A-C. Uh, or go to MyPillow.com and pick up a new set of Giza sheets or a MyPillow dog bed because that's what I use because they're double the size and I had to put my dogs down and that's how I remember them asleep with the dog bed every night. Anyways, that's about enough about me and my dogs. Uh, they did love theirs. Uh, you can too. Just make sure you use the promo code DMAC when you're checking out. Murph, talking about uh, my favorite because you're not only are you famous in my eyes for the flipper, which is, which is, but also too, is that I adopted your stick blade. Now, if everybody understands, so the lie of your stick, right, um, is, and usually it's five or six, which means does the blade stay on the ice? Which angle does the shaft lean and stuff like that? Now, Murph was one of the only, I think Dave Andrichuk, um, but had all the blade on the ice, right? So the whole blade is on the ice. Most guys, when they go to shoot, maybe the heel would go down and they'd shoot it off the heel or maybe the toe would go up. But Merce was always flat. Can you explain when you started using that or, or the reason for it? I, and I'll explain why I went to it. Well, I, I just uh, started when I got to... Um my God, I started in Los Angeles. I was drafted by L.A., so I went out to L.A. in 1980, and there was a um, uh, team captain, Mike Murphy, uh, no relation. He had a, you know, I went in there, and I had no pattern when I got there. You know, we had no patterns in junior. We had, you know, we had six, you had six sticks. You picked which one of the six patterns you wanted. Like, you had, no one had a personal pattern. I'm sure it's a lot different today. I'm sure oh, every, oh, sure every kid there's probably got. What do you, hey, and it's funny because <laughs> Murph still has his old coho woods. He does. I know. I'm still sure. use them. And I those know. things weigh a zillion <laughs> tons. Yeah, but I tell you, there, there's no bad, better uh, tool for a uh, you know for a to for a tomato plant. You know, hold that up, and just stick it right in the ground. <laughs> it's not going. It's anywhere. not going anywhere. You were thinking so. ahead. <laughs> so so um, I, yeah, I uh, so he had he had the pattern that I use today. Actually, it was a big blade. I like the maximum width of the blade, and I and I like the lie. I, I still don't know what lie I used. I mean, <laughs> I mean, no, I no one ever told it's me like the number. Five, five and a half. I, I don't probably. know. You know, I just I just I stayed with it my whole career the same. I mean, I could tell if the stick wasn't right, uh, but I couldn't tell you what the number of the lie right. was. I had no clue. So uh, that's how it started, and then. Um, you know, it was, uh, it's a, I, I liked it, uh, I liked the long blade. I just liked, you know, I, f I felt for a defenseman, you know, you know, defensively it was it was very handy. I mean, you, well, you, know, you, you know can't block the shooting, you know passing where, lanes. and I think you and I had this conversation, and, and, and that's the greatest part and, and of our dressing room with all the experience 
and all the knowledge, but it was so shared. And I know that I had this conversation because I think the one thing why I went to it was because coming around the boards, you just you show me you just had to stick your stick along the boards because of it being flat, then it was easier to receive. So you being a right defenseman, me being a right winger, you and I working on on the Hard around things Hard like around. things like that. Hard or or even for a right winger, see and this is where the misnomer, where where the defenseman of the forwards, like we got to pretend we don't get along. But at the end of the day, <laughs> yeah. when it's about the W and it's about the cup, oh, yeah. because when I go to the net as a forward and they got the big paddle and sticking out there, then then when I got Hall of Famers like Murph and Nick and Chelly on the point shooting at my stick, it makes it a lot easier. How do you think Homer got so many goals? He wasn't that good at tipping them. He was just Nick, a big and, Nick and Murph were just that good at hitting his stick. <laughs> he was a good target. He was a good target. <laughs> but yeah, that's. Uh, uh, I mean, I think back. Uh, you know, you talk about yourself. You talk about Joey. I think about those. You know, those first couple of cups. I mean, it. it anytime we got the puck around the boards, we, our fours were so responsible that it was getting out. You know, oh, it was it, life it, or death, dude. Was, you knew it was that it was. Out of the zone. You almost you you knew you could always throw it around because I would get. Like excited because you knew how the, the rules were different. So pretty much it was like you're a linebacker, and and if that D was gonna pinch, I was smoking him. I mean, there's a it's gonna be a battle. There's a me hitting Brian Helmer, and it looks like I speared him. You know, like tackled him as the puck's coming out. But that was the fun. But that was the you know the way that it was. But the you know like defense Bills championships, and that but, was the most important. You know what what I'm hearing too is like, but it worked the other way too, Murph. Because I've heard Darren say in the past, when he knew he had you guys back there, he felt a lot more comfortable in the offensive zone and and just not getting caught as much, you know, like like. It's what you learn. Yeah, it's what you learn um, uh, with guys you played with. You, you knew what you know what you expect from them. You know, everybody, everybody brought different things, but um, I mean, you talk about uh, you know, Sky brought uh, Joey back, uh, Kosher back. I mean. And one of the reasons I I think was just because his play on on the boards at his own end was a great. I mean, he was another guy that uh, just you could rely on. He would cover, he would cover the right guy. The puck got to him. He'd make sure he made the right play. Got it out of the zone. I mean, you're in you know you're in tight games. I mean that that's life saving stuff for especially for a defenseman. You know, and they're all over you. You know, you want you, you want some relief, and you're able to hammer it around to to the winger, and you know he's going to get it out of the zone. I mean, boy, that takes off a lot of a lot of pressure. Yeah, and it's sort of like the the team adage of that. Now, I wanted to ask you, Murph, because you uh, I've heard you talk about it before, but um, March twenty six ninety seven, the Lemieux game, that was like one wasn't that your first one of your first games? I was or? there for a few games, but that was for me that was probably the most exciting uh, regular season game I've ever been in. Bar none. And and here's no, the whole thing. Bar none. Here's my question, right? Because uh, were you you were. On the, I was ice, on the, I was on, on the, the bench. bench. You're on the bench for the first one, but you're on the ice for the one off the faceoff. Because I, <laughs> the one, the next year where he fought me. Because I, there's a picture that I have in my house of you standing in the background <laughs> watching. watching yeah. You know, um, what do you remember? Uh, what do you remember about not just like the, about the March 26th, about the rivalry, but uh, but about all that and and I, I just want to know what you remember about that fight. Well, it's it's um, <coughs> uh, 
talked about the why the game is 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 different now. There's no uh, seems to be there's no bad guys. I mean, there's there's obviously uh, rivalries amongst teams, but I mean, when when um, and and the rivalry no longer exists with the with the Avalanche. But at the time, I mean, just because of the history of the two teams and the hatred. I mean, it's but just you came rivalry. in right at the heat. I came in. I had no idea. Like I came in, and <laughs> that's I, and, what I wanted to say. Hey, and, Murph, uh, welcome. <laughs> and, and I knew. Like I mean, I'm. I, you know, uh, if there was any sort of discussion of what was going to happen, I wasn't privy to it. I tell you that. <laughs> that's but, what I said. There was nothing said. I right? didn't see like, anything. Yeah. I, I mean, you knew that you knew how important the game was. Right. Explain it out because we had to win the game. That was the most important thing that was put. Is is there was nothing talked about. It was sort of the unwritten sort of uh, elephant in the room, but the elephant not in the room was the fact that, guys, we have to win this. We hadn't beaten them since the 62 wins and losing all year yeah. round, right? It was, like, especially because uh, it was viewed as that was a team we had to get by if we were going to get the, just to get to the cup finals, we had to get through this team. So it was so critical, and, and you, you pile on the, the, the hatred and, and the history I mean, it was just, I don't know if a powder keg was the right way to put it, but I mean, I knew in the dressing room, I could feel, I knew how important this game was, but uh, what once, you know, <laughs> once the puck was dropped, I mean, it was like, whoa, I, you know, I didn't see this coming, you know, I, and uh, it just the intensity, and of course the game where, you know, the, the, the uh, thank you, Mac. I mean, the game works out. You know, we end up winning it. Oh yeah, no. And, well, uh, well, the fact that I, I, I <laughs> here's the joke, Murph. Right? I got four minutes for roughing a ten minute misconduct for what I did. <laughs> yeah. Right? I know I scored the overtime winner, but I didn't even get a five minute major for that. I, dude, I, I didn't. I, I yelling at these guys before we watched the game. I'm going nine fights, eleven goals. Man, it was awesome. Perry's like eight fights. I'm like, no, I had two. You only had one. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, the team took off after that. I mean, it was definitely a pivotal well, point in this season. Yeah. I mean, there was no stopping us after that. And uh, um, but I, I, I tell mean, what every- a huge, a huge win. And- I tell everybody, but but, but I tell everybody because you brought up earlier about Stevie coming back as GM. I tell everybody that that when he came back, I had the same feeling. <sighs> Everything's going to be all right. I don't know what that means. As after that game, winning that game was. It's gonna be all right, yeah. and that's just not in the room. That's everywhere, and then, and then we just believed in ourselves, right? That's the so that's the sort of confidence, and you earned it. We earned it, though. You know, that's we did not, earn it. No, nothing was given to yeah, us, bro. You, you have to earn it. That's a, that's the thing about confidence, boy. It's 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 uh, it's tough. I mean, you can tell yourself, uh, you know, how great you are, but if, in the back of your mind, unless you've you've proven it i mean you're just you know you're you're, you're getting nothing you're not getting confidence you know so well that's that goes back to the the current wings and like how can we yeah. how can we get them i guess the thing is the consistency yeah they get yeah consistency and and resilience to compete every game um yeah that's that comes with experience i mean the piece mm-hmm. you know the, the pieces are coming together nicely it's the it's always the question like i've always said it's not if it's when you know like it's coming it's like well when are we getting there you know yeah. that's that's the big question, and, and of course, uh, um, you know, St- uh, Stevie Y is very patient in that in that position. I mean, he made a couple of deals already, but really didn't give anything up for it. I mean, uh, basically nothing ventured, nothing gained, sort of trade. I mean, if they don't pan out, but um, he's just you know he's adding more, uh, adding players. He's he's a firm believer, like with draft picks. He's a you know if you got ten draft picks, you know you probably got twice the chance of. Uh, 
some great players coming out if you and if you only had five. So yep. uh, you know it's a ma- it's it's a bit of a crapshoot, of course. And I love the pick he made. I mean, we saw right away, boy, he's not yeah, speak, he's not playing it safe. So right, exactly. Speak about uh, what you've seen on a most side, or we're talking about who's down. And the thing that I love the best is that you know Croner's taken a like, and they they built a relationship. So Croner's spending a lot of time yeah. down in GR. I mean, that's yeah. What a great. Uh, I mean. I don't know what, what do they're you paying. See? I don't you know if they're paying Croner, but I mean, it's well, it'd be well worth what it do you bringing see, that guy. What do you see that, what have you seen from Maurice Sider that it gets you excited about the future? Well, I think he's potential being a, a, a top defenseman on a team and number one guy. I think that, you know, it's too, it's too early to put that label on him and, and put that pressure no, on him. I, but, I love but the it. parts the are there potential. for him. Yeah, the parts are there for him to be a number one guy. And those that, I mean, you know, look at Hedman in Tampa. I mean, Stevie, did, you know, had him down there. Look, boy, they built quite a team around that. So, I mean, that's bode well. I mean, um, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I uh, we'll see how it goes this year. Whether he gets his, he gets those ten games in this year, I'd be great. I mean, great for the fans, great for the kid if he's ready for that. I don't think they're going to waste a year on him. You know, under the rookie cap, it, no, but I, I don't see that happening. I mean, if that team was in the playoff race, then they might, you know, they might. If have, he could help, but if he could help, they'd have him here. But now, you know, they're just going to bring him along. He's going to Grand Rapids, uh, get used to the smaller rink. Uh, but yeah, big guy, you know, he, he's got all the tools. Well, know, thing and, that I, and he's got grit too. Explain this because the thing that got my attention, the second thing out of Steve Eisman's mouth, was this kid's hockey sense, and I went, "Whoa, he doesn't throw that around." Because he'd say, "I got, I'm stupid." That's freaking bullshit. Bro. So, so the well, fact he always that, said that about you. You're the only one that's ever heard that. <laughs> yeah, but he said a lot of mean things to me because I was his Barry Smith. So it didn't matter, but it worked. But yeah, with the kid, I mean, his day's coming. So uh, I mean, there's a lot of uh, first round draft picks down there. So the question, who, which ones are, which guys are going to come and be, you know, a top six forward or you know, hopefully a top three forward. I, but I mean, somebody is. Somebody's going to have those guys down there. One or two guys are going to be impact players. So you know, you're, boy, then you're you're almost there then. Right. Right. Oh, right. and you know what, Perry. What man? Got my hat off. So when he does, when Mo Sider comes up, <laughs> if he needs some hair care product, <laughs> bam, we got him covered, right, Phil? Miracle Flow, the only hair care products for guys with the majestic flow and those who want it. Miracle Flow, especially formulated for athletes with longer hair or shorter hair, but it helps rejuvenate the flow after the beating it takes in your sweaty bucket. Miracle Flow makes products for guys with flow by guys with flow more uh, for us by us right uh, our shampoo is used in the nhl major league baseball lacrosse nfl division one athletes and more remember miracle flow it's not just a hairstyle it's a lifestyle i've learned yeah. a lot here mac yeah, 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 i've yeah. learned a lot i mean you know, the wisdom those little wisdom breaks <laughs> i'd like, I'd like to call them <laughs> Trying yeah. to hook you up. I'm learning, man. I have learned. See how smooth the flow that miracle flow how about, uh, was? <laughs> My hair's going to look good. I'm going to sleep well. I mean, what else? I'm, not letting, then, uh, I'm not letting it slide by. A bit by, of a buzz, bro. too. When did, the, when did the Murph flip come into? It started, um, uh, and uh, Gary Green was coaching Pierreville Pete's, and he used to, used to line the guys up. At, I don't know why he did it at the end of the ice, and he'd have uh, uh, Scotty did that too, and uh, it's probably a Peter Repeats thing. As Scotty was uh, was a, a coach in Peterborough, that's where he started. His so, 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 but you mastered. But then the guy, uh, the the manager of the building, would be sour because at that time the clock uh, there were bulbs. Oh, and guy, <laughs> <laughs> guys would hit the clock. Oh, jeez. Oh, 
so that that caused the problem. So, anyways, I I just I love the play. Uh, uh, use you know it's, it's, it's so describe it describe the, what what, what you were doing. Well, it's basically you know you try to you throw the puck uh, high in the air, uh, hang time, and and the the ideal spot would be right behind the defenseman. Uh, you'd have your forwards going down the ice. The fence wouldn't know exactly know where the puck was. It'd be bouncing around. The forwards coming. It's like a punt. Would yeah, yeah. get a hold of it, but except oh, they don't awesome. the ground like the ball, they can pick it up and go to the net because so. it would come down and bounce this way, that way, and so they yeah they uh, uh, Bob John, I was coaching in uh, Pittsburgh, loved it. You know, he, he referred to it as the Murphy Dump. So it, the, the name oh was dude, it was sick. sick. <laughs> I mean, because we had there's one particular goal, Phil Bork. Uh, it 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 was it it, it I, I fired it up. I mean, it almost hit the clock. It landed just in the, between the dots. Blotted and it bounced back. Yeah. Oh, it sucked it back. Oh, backspin. And uh, it didn't get to go. Yeah, it bounced it's back. Like Philbor came right down. Came right down. End up scoring. And and so from that, you know, from that point on, I don't know if it ever worked as well again. But <laughs> well, it awesome. only needs to work one time. Well. That's it. Speaking of that, I wanted to uh, bring up my favorite goal that you ever scored, and I I want to tell you that the person. Uh, perspective I had at this, and why did I say it was my favorite goal you scored? Because it was in game four in Washington. Um, I believe uh, it made it 3-1, and I had, because if remember I used to stand, I used to sit at the end of the bench between right down near the other team so I could chirp against <laughs> them or whatever, or, or even when you were working between the benches so I could look at the monitor. <laughs> yeah. Right? <laughs> But Ray here, I'm watching this right down, and this is the this is the time when Ray here, when I realized that oh my God, we're gonna win. Do you remember this goal here? Yeah, I do. it's funny. Like I, I couldn't. Rem I remember the goal. I wasn't sure what the score was at the time until I saw this. But um, I mean, that was probably my favorite plays. Of course, the forward wasn't coming. He just come down into the slot, and of course, Horma finds me in the front. But. But that was anytime like, scored. I mean, it's it's it, that never gets old. I promise you that. No, but that was like the epitome of like textbook Murph stepping in with that with that one timer. Boom. Yeah. See, kids, that the one timer yeah. doesn't need. You don't need the big clapper. The bottom line is, I watched that thing when it left your stick. I could watch it go over his glove, and it was. Yeah, that put us in a good position. Obviously, up by a couple of goals at that point, and uh, um, of course, yeah, we go we go on to sweep that one also so yeah but that was you know and and uh i tell everybody that one sergey took over that series he was unbelievable but yeah he could single-handedly uh, discourage the uh, opposition's defense i mean he was a, he, he was a confidence crusher that's for well, sure. how was that as a defenseman like going against when you were in pittsburgh going against mario lemieux yammer yager ron francis mark recchi joe mullen you got those guys brian trache in practice, and then in Rick Tockett. Now, you, then you're going against the wings, Stevie, yeah. Stevie, Mac. You know, I mean, uh, very, uh, both teams very similar. You know, just a lot of really talented guys, and and guys that played, uh, you know, played whatever you know whatever there was asked the role, the role, yeah. uh, you know, that that role cliche. But and guys would everybody would step up at certain times, score big goals. You know, no matter what what line it was. You know, you always that that was that was all I thought was consistent through all all the cups I've ever been involved with. Is through the lineup, you just get uh, you know everybody chips in, and you just never you never you know we need a big goal. You just you didn't know it was coming, but you didn't know who from. So it was gonna. And there was another guy that came over from Pittsburgh with you that Scotty wanted here, another right winger, right handed. 
Dougie Brown. Dougie Brown, right? Dougie Another Brown. responsible, Dougie right? Brown Productions. Yeah. Just, just uh, the six Russian. Dougie Russian, Brown. Yeah. The six <laughs> Russian Brown off. The, you know, the epitome. He was kind of the go-between, right? Between the, the oh, Russians absolutely. and the rest of the team. Right, you know, and right? wasn't there a reason Scotty the brought senator. him, right? He was the senator. The yeah. You said the senator. diplomat. Uh, yeah. The diplomat. diplomat. Yeah. yeah, diplomat's probably a better way. Yeah, but it, better but it's funny how when you break it down that everybody had that role, and it was just sort of like... You lo I looked at things, you know, even here with like grind time with everything that we have going and everything and the people that I have around doing different things with me, right? Because it's about the people, right? And, and, and every person in our locker room, even, you know, even to this day, you know, a lot of us who are around playing the alumni and stuff like that, yeah. like yourself, me, Joey, Dino, um, but when we get together for the bigger ones once a year, twice a year, I always look forward to that. Just seeing all, all the guys. Yeah, it's uh, well. The, th the thing is, too, uh, when you win a cup with a with a team, I mean, you you walk together uh, for life. I mean, there's no there's no truer words have been spoken. I mean, it just bonds you forever, and uh, that's. Um, so then we get a chance to see guys, and 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 I mean that was one that you know the last year at the Joe was great. You know, got to see a lot of guys. Dude, seen how it. much fun was doing the shoveling? I mean, I, oh, that I was great, love, dude. That, that was, was great. That was so much fun. Me, I, I love like uh, you know running into Rouser. I mean oh. I, that guy. I love. I mean it's big as I love house, that guy. Bobby yeah, Rouse, Bobby Rouse, <laughs> Beep beep him and Cooner, dude. Like Cooner. like that. Oh, dude, like all the guys that we play with, and you know like the Todd Gills, or, you know, the guys that came through that just yeah you know, i don't know it's just you know like just reminisce i mean it just seemed like there's more characters oh uh, that's think that, about there's guys that weren't the greatest athletes but they brought something are you gonna write you know, a book uh, no I'm, I'm 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 not gonna write a book i really i don't have enough to say you know i uh but i mean i love the books though i love reading them yeah. i love guys you know look they're uh they're insider their their view of how things went down i love that <laughs> yeah <laughs> well th well speaking of uh a bond uh somebody's people that uh are, i'm really tight with that i have a strong bond have a strong bond out there the jeffrey cavanaugh the jeffrey group of america realty and ronda monet of gold star mortgage i've enjoyed a decades-long five-star customer rating what sets them apart year after year in this competitive home buying market their family customers consistently report a simple seamless transparent an ethical process. Murph, you're hearing Help Me Run in the background because that is the Rhonda Monet that Brian Wilson from the Beach Boys sang this song to as she waited on him at a diner in Hawaii. That's my girl, <laughs> I, I Rhonda Monet. You deserve yeah, nothing less. Not Don't make a move or to sell or purchase a home without consulting with Jeffrey and Rhonda. Call Jeffrey Cavanaugh at 734-306-9027 today. Gold Star Mortgage is an equal opportunity lender, NMLS number 3446. So what do you, so Murph, other than uh, you playing some alumni games uh, yeah, play, coming up? Yeah, um, uh, I've got, well, going to the Hall of Fame weekend. So you I've got the Legends play? game on. Uh, Ooh, this yeah, what, what, what goes on all weekend? Hey, what, what number of Legends game will this be for you? <laughs> I, I've, I, I, I don't know. I've been a few of them. That's uh, I've made them all, but they, you know, they... Uh, uh, Lidstrom's playing. Uh, they got Team Lidstrom this year against Team Sundin, so it's like sweet on sweet. Wow. So, um, so yeah, they do that in Toronto on the weekend. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they do that in Toronto on on Sunday, and the um, um, 
ceremonies on Monday. It's a whole weekend for the for the inductees. They have a How? press conference. They at What's the Leaf like? game on Friday, they give them their jackets and. What's it like for for uh, a guy that's already been inducted and where you get to go back? And I know that obviously it'll be cool to see guys that yeah, you played it, with or or catching up in the stories. I know that you know, like Dino was Dino. I think Joey's going because Zubob's getting in, and and yeah. uh, so Dino and him were talking about it the other day. But what what do you enjoy? I like now? seeing guys. Um, the game, it's yeah, it's fun going out there to the game. The only the only thing you got to worry about is uh, the, the recent inductee players because they've you know they've they've only been out of the game for a couple of years, so they're still <laughs> they're still flying around, so they can make your life miserable. I like it much better when you know everybody's at that forgiving pace, you know. Absolutely. After you know, after ten years out, you know things really slow down. It's much easier, so you just got to watch out for those guys. So I've learned. I mean. I see, uh, you know, you see a young guy get on the ice. That's when it's time to get off. You know, that's it's all it's all about timing. Make sure you're just out there against the right guys. I, I'd love to see a race between you and Mac. And <laughs> <laughs> what no, cars? cars. Hey, I got oh, it. There we Let's go. Get it because you because you have a love the of uh, Indy cars. Yeah, right. And, and we ra- I race a car too. Uh, you race a buddy. car? Yeah, we have a car. Where? In the, uh, 24 Hours of Lemons. The series is called. Uh, they do like thirty events around the country. We just do. We go to Chicago for one. We go. How to, far are uh, they? South Haven. I mean, like, like how long are the races? They're two. Well, they call them twenty-four hours or two days. You usually run from uh, sun up to sundown, and then on Saturday, and then you do it again on Sunday. So it's more of an endurance race. So I do it. I got three buddies. We do it. Build the car. How long have you been doing it? Uh, I've been doing it. We've done it for like. 10 years now i think How so big? still the same car too but the, really? the, wow. the thing is the, the rules are you're supposed to hopefully no one uh, nobody from the uh, uh, the league is uh, listening but you're supposed to spend 500 dollars on the car well we spent 500 dollars on the car and i think we've spent another twenty thousand on it since you know? right, right, it's right, supposed right, to be right. for uh for uh for low budget racing but uh you know like racing you know if you ain't cheating you ain't trying right so <laughs> hey, dude, whatever you hey. get whatever you can get away with so. Hey, I've been talking our, our our friend Brad Kozlowski in the number two, who I've I've been talking to all season, and I haven't talked to him. I'm letting him go because I'm sure he's not too happy with the way the season ended. But uh, no, it's always great to to learn. I've I've really turned. That's my uh, my new thing, and and Rick Brennan and everybody at MIS and stuff like that. But to learn the motorsports, not only the NASCAR but the IndyCar. All the different things, because I, I was one of those guys, Murph, grew up, and, and I always thought it was four left turns, and you know what? It is. It doesn't it's matter. A team, it's a team sport. It is. It's unbelievable. Like you said about working on and, and it's something that you get obsessed with, but you're working on your own thing. You take pride in what, what is there something, do you have a Stanley Cup moment in uh, your racing career yet? Uh, uh, no, we... Um uh, like if but, we get finished, that's usually we're, we're, no. But we're the, is that like a comp, like like what? How do you rate because of what you're doing there? Because it's not a, it's not about the championships. It's about putting. Do you try to beat your times? Yeah, we. I it, mean, we have a car. You know, we know how good our car is, and um, we know how good our drive, how we are for drivers. So we have an idea of where we should be. You know, in the, in the field. And how are you and as a driver? Better, I mean, uh, you, with is experience, it one of these for things sure. That you improve it's like any seat time, you know. It's all about seat time. So, uh, yeah, I get better you ever all get the in time. A simulator. So, uh, I've done a simulator. Um, it doesn't help for no? what we're okay. driving. You know, <laughs> that's for I just sure. want. Is it the same course you're driving? No, we drive. It's all. It's usually you know 
two or two and a half mile road courses. So we've, we've done four or five different locations. So we, um, you know, we, we pick like three events a summer and then try to, try to hit it. So, but, um, talk about racing. I mean, uh, not, not to get too far off it, but the exciting time, you know, the Indianapolis motor speedway, oh, yeah. our own Matt Roger Pinsky yeah. bought it. So no. I'm actually going next wow. year. My, uh, my boy, big boogie, Brian Haas is, uh, his got, tickets right there no, on, I love, uh, i'm there every year i mean i've never been oh it's it's the greatest spectacle in racing without a doubt not bar wait. none yeah you'll, you'll have a good you'll have a good week get there you know get there for carb day and do, you know do the whole thing so oh, yeah for sure dude i look forward yeah, to I'll, I'll talk to you that about yeah, that well, oh yeah we'll look up. The, yeah for sure you can give me the see if the murph leads oh, you along the way oh, that's <laughs> it yeah yeah well, show me how to win cups. i like i like what yeah. hey let me to the promised land there i mean i'll follow this guy anywhere uh, well i like watching him uh meeting him at uh hey, yeah i know speaking <laughs> yeah no no but speaking of this murph because uh um, you could be the greatest um, decoy in the, oh, history yeah. of, in the history of Canadian sports. Do you remember oh, the goal? Yeah. Oh, and what I'm talking well. about is, uh, do you remember what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, I've seen it. That's a million what times. Let's think. Think. Just ask. Can, that. can you? Can but can you see it? There's a. Does it get old? Well, there's a mo. I thought for sure uh, Lemieux was passing me the puck. I mean, were you I, right? I still for that for that mo. I was. I was right there. It was a tap in. And you had been teammates, so it's. No, I oh, no, played with Mario at that That's time. Right. Oh, did you ever talk about it? Oh yeah. Oh, I, when I got say? to Pittsburgh, I took a lot of <laughs> a lot of quacking when I uh, came ah, out the ice. Oh yeah. What did he say? He, I, he, he just, just had to go with the odds. Yeah, he yeah. had to go with <laughs> the said, odds. He said, you know, somebody said, uh, asked him. I can't remember who on the team. I said, why? How come he didn't pass him the puck? He said, there was no chance I was passing him the puck. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, right. joking. He was joking. Right, course, right. But. So this is uh, playlist for you guys. This is uh, 1987, uh, Russia, Canada, third period. Watch how I almost went offside here. Oh, is that it? Yeah. Video? Were you or not? Like, no, I wasn't. I, I think I dragged the, the foot. Video I, replay? I dragged the foot. Question is, what? Well, I'm a defenseman. What the hell am I doing up there? Bob well, so. Murph. Uh, Puck just kept going. Hello. Yeah, I don't. That's Murph, right. Straight off the drop. Back, this is 87. At, you were yeah. an offensive defenseman. Uh, wait. Look at oh, you! No. Look at you drive the net. Right, look at that. Right there, I thought it's coming for sure. <laughs> if you're left-handed, he would have passed it. I, was, I don't know. He um, yeah, decoy. So ah, yeah. it don't matter. It's one of, yeah, at the time it didn't matter. No. Well, Murph, just yeah, the way you drove great. the net was. Pretty, I mean, that is textbook, Murph. It was. You got it right. Was, I don't know how it happened. All of a sudden, I'm up there, but. Oh, yeah, you read the play. That's <laughs> your know. hockey set. I've seen a few of your yeah. goals. Guess where most of your goals were from, Murph? Yeah, they're probably, yeah, like that last one. They're, they're pretty, that's yeah, they're down low. The point. Yeah, they're there's a, there's top a, of circle in. There's another one with Sergey feeding you from the corner of you coming down the slot and just marrying. Yep. Do you, uh, what else, uh, Ray, do you do any golfing? No, nah, not, um, I golf maybe once or twice a year, a couple of charity tournaments, but not, nah, I just couldn't. I, I just, it's a lot of it's a big well, time commitment, big time commitment, you know. But, but, just, but, but you got the race. Yeah, I'd rather, rather pull it on a wrench commitment. than uh, you know, hitting the ball. So, yeah, um, it's golf. It's funny. It's it's uh, I'll, I I like the social aspect of it. Um, you know, especially got some good friends I grew up with. So any, 
we've we've done trips together and played, but that that's what I enjoy the most. All right, well, I'll I'll let you know this at Cattails Golf Club, an eighteen hole championship track at South Line, former home of the LPGA Futures Tour, Michigan Amateur Qualifier, and Grind Time with Darren McCarty's first annual golf tournament this year. Thank you guys. Two very unique nines, one unique golfing experience. What? Wetlands on the front, hardwoods and native forests on the back. Perry's balls are everywhere, front and back. Range multiple practice series and a full bar menu at the clubhouse. Come on out to the course that the Grind Time family plays. And then you might be saying it's snowing out, D-Mac. And I'd be like, I know it's snowing out, dude. They got indoor golf. They got the, the great simulators to keep the swing going. Uh, it's a great time. And um, if you're in for libations and food, they have it there too. Check out our Facebook page. For an exclusive offer to Grind Time fans, that will get you 18 holes and a cart for $25 during the week. Um, give them a call. Um, so I got you hooked up there, Murph. Um, so, so other than the hockey, any, uh, any? You just uh, had your five-year uh, anniversary, correct? Yep. Congratulations to you, you and the lovely uh, Jamie. Yep. Hi, Jamie, if you're listening, <laughs> which I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, expect we just to went be. down to uh, Charleston uh, for a little uh, uh, anniversary weekend. Which was nice. The weather was much nicer there than here. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome home. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, it, it only cost us. I mean, you know, it was 75 when we took off, but our flight was delayed five hours because of stupid weather in uh, Detroit. But there's worse things, right? Could have been stuck here going yeah, down there. Yeah, <laughs> nah, I'm not complaining. Yeah. Well, um, right now at this point, I'm going to say uh, let everybody uh, say thanks to you, Murph. Uh, say this is Perry's last show because next week Eddie's going to fill in for Perry. And next week's show, guys, will be the last show of this year before we take hiatus and announce the relaunch on NRM Streamcast coming January. We'll have a lot of stuff to do between then. But next week's very important because I call it the people's show because uh, as I reiterate... Um, you know the p it's it's about the people money money follows people lead um so two of the two people that i've met through gr the grind time family uh over the past uh year have been sergeant uh dan o'connor um and uh dora rodriguez who are from the uaw um who you know i always say that we all have lived so far through a war of attrition of our own while dan's face the real war um and is here to to help and has a story dora's story is unbelievable why she gives back and it, it needs to be heard because it's all about how we can relate how we're more alike um and our similarities and our differences and saying that um if you want to catch me i'm i'm starting to do a bunch of different things friday morning 11 to 12 i will be on mazin friends um, on NRM Streamcast, I will post that on uh, Grind Time with Darren McCarty to let you know. Also, to uh, Mr. Joe's Sunday, 11 to 12 in uh, Southfield, will be live for uh, Lions Show. Also, too, I believe uh, a Maz and Friends thing. So, uh, gonna talk a little sports like we can. We're gonna put uh, uh, Grind Time on pause as I go to Israel and uh, get all get the message that i am supposed to get over there and come back and tell everybody but just letting everybody know that uh that we got big things planned for grind time 
for Mike, and he's got big plans with uh, what the Detroit cast huge. has going. Yeah, huge. Huge plans. Huge, like, not even, like, huge. huge. Out of this world. Out of this world. <laughs> so we got a lot of things coming up. Uh, please stick around. Uh, DarrenMcCarty.com. Grind time with Darren McCarty. Uh, I appreciate you all. Um, I will be in Adrian on Saturday with the alumni. I'm actually playing in that game. Adrian, Michigan. Are you roughing? No, gonna be driving. Oh, gonna be driving. I know. I gotta, Joey, I work. Uh, Joey's the wings game. So ah, I can't, we're, we're, uh, we're both working. Yeah, I gotta work. All right, someone's uh, gotta work. What about anything? Uh, anything to add, Michael? Well, you know, nothing can beat the Tool concert. That. Oh, oh yeah. I can't. Yeah, I can't yeah. top that. Let's talk. <laughs> wait, wait. So Incubus, then Tool. But how good was the Tool concert? It was. It was absolutely amazing, man. Uh, the the show that they put on, not just the music, but the background, the videos they put on, the light show all and, together. And, it's and just amazing. The, but and and here's the thing, my question too, because it's 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 been so long, and it is tool. So the longer you're waiting for something to come back, the bigger your expectations are. And everybody has said, "Oh my God!" You know, like they're blown away. Yeah, I mean, it's sick. So. So you know what? Remember how I always say the Dave Grohl effect? Right? I call it Dave. I try to give people the Dave Grohl effect because when I met Dave Grohl, he was even cooler than I ever thought he could be. So that's what I try to do, Murph, every time they meet him. Well, I'm going to give, you know what, guys, for the next six weeks, <coughs> excuse me, as we go into hiatus and prepare for the relaunch in January, I'm a, we're going to prepare grind time with Darren McCarty, Perry Vellucci, Mike McCool, all the rest of the family, we are going to give a tool-like performance coming out of the gate. I dig it. I, I like it. a lot it. of things like planned. It. Larry Murphy, uh, love you, bro. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for, for having me, Mac. Oh, dude, and I look forward to I look forward to talking to you whenever I can, buddy. And uh, we'll see you and your lovely wife, Jamie, down the road. Um, uh, Cindy, thanks for joining us. Hope you got some more insights. Cindy Berry working on that book. Oh, that novel. Who political hockey. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> all right. Um, trying to think. That's it. That's all. But before I go, always remember, guys, nothing changes. No matter how many times you fall down, you have to get back up. That's grind time. And we're out.